everyone. Welcome to the Use Guys in That podcast brought to you by GorisNexus.com, the premier sponsor of the Use Guys in That podcast and Vandalay Industries Import Export New York, New York Talk to Art. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to a dear friend of the show, dear friend of mine, proudly uh, performed the marriage ceremony for him between him and his uh, new wife, uh, who they just welcomed a little boy into the world. Uh, he was the uh, first writer and first guest of this podcast, uh, Joe Fizz. Uh, those of you who may, he's been on the show before talking about chemtrails. He was on here with us. Uh, talented musician. Overall, just a great human being. He has a new podcast that he wanted me. He was Well, he didn't want me. I said I would do this for him. And he said that he would really have big, uh, give a big appreciation for it. Uh, his podcast is called The Lunchroom Music Review with Long Strider. Are you a music fan who's tired of the typical rating system? Break free of the mold here. Long Strider, uh, a.k.a. LJ, goes through me, uh, yeah, meals, re- call, talking about albums, and snacks, singles, and EPs to bring you current and past music that stirs the soul. Join us every month for an in-depth look at the album Without Negativity, bringing you insight into the songs you love or the discovery of your next musical favorite. Uh, so once again, that's Joe, our dear friend, Joe Fizz, and his new podcast. Throw a subscription, take a listen. He's genuinely a decent, good human being, as someone that I care very much for, and uh, he's a friend of the podcast, has done a lot of good things for us here, and we're deeply appreciative of him, and excited that he's back in the podcasting game. Uh, I don't know how he's going to squeeze it in with being a new dad and being a new husband and all this other stuff, but you know he's a talented guy. I'm sure he'll make time. Check it out. Uh, before we jump into the regularly scheduled content, uh, some things have taken place in the past few you know days. One of which, which is incredibly tragic, of course. Uh, and by tragic, I'm not talking about the tragic performance of Joe Biden at the fucking State of the Union address. We'll get to that. Uh, there was, there's been over 12,000 people killed in uh, earthquakes in Syria and Turkey. That's terrible. It's awful. Uh, there's terrible images that are coming out of that place. It's really, really sad. Uh, all age ranges. Uh, there was a baby that ended up being born in the rubble while the mother was trapped. Uh, just crazy harrowing stories, and we're very sorry about the whole thing. I have to mention this because I forgot to mention it to the group. The day that it happened, of course, I need to stay off Twitter because the negativity on there, speaking of which, is egregious. Somebody immediately went to, hey, does anybody have a sneaking suspicion that this was some sort of weapon that the U.S. government used to create an earthquake on there? And I'm like, I immediately closed Twitter. I go, that's enough for today. I was like, that's, I'm not ready for that conspiracy theory. The bodies are still warm. I'm not ready to address that quite yet. But Twitter, of course, being the place of never-ending positivity, that's what you're going to find there. Speaking of positivity, uh, not that he'll ever listen to this show, and I don't blame him. He's a big fish out there now. Michael Malice put together a new book. Okay, I cannot recommend this enough. It's The White Pill, A Tale of Good and Evil. Mostly dealing with the foundation of the Soviet Union and, of course, Lenin and Stalin and, you know, the Gulag and all of this stuff that uh, that takes place, uh, you know, during that, uh, you know, the, like the Great Terror, for example, 
I just, uh, you know, I can't, uh, I can't, I'm going to read some of this for you. An angel's not going to like it because, and in fact, if you're a human being with any kind of soul, you're also not going to like what you have to hear. We're not going to read a ton of it, but I mean, a lot of this is really powerful stuff. And I was already familiar with a lot of this. Why? Because I've read the Gulag Archipelago. I read Anne Applebaum's Red Famine about the mass starvation of Ukrainians uh, during the Holodomor. Uh, which the estimates, of course, the conservative number puts it at between three to four million, but the actual number is closer to seven. That's more than the Jews were murdered in the Holocaust. Uh, for those of you that believe that happened, you know who you are and those who don't. So check this out. All right. So sometimes the pressures weren't so brutal in their application. The tale of the of the comrade I Ivanov was such a, one example an old Bolshevik with an, impe an impeccable degree, he had repeatedly been arrested by the Tsar. After the revolution, he and his equally beyond reproach wife had made the mistake of siding with Trotsky. They were deported to Siberia before being brought back and imprisoned in Moscow in, 19, in 30, 1936. It took four months of trying to break Ivanov, but old Bolsheviks don't break easy. What was four months in Moscow prison to a man who had done 10 years doing hard labor in some godforsaken corner of Russia. Eventually, Yezhov himself attempted to discover what was taking so bloody long. After seeing Ivanov refuse to break, Yezhov simply phoned Ivanov's mother-in-law in the man's presence. Quote, this is the NKVD. Comrade Ivanov wants to know how his children are. It was the middle of the night, she told him, and the younger boy was sound asleep. Do you want me to give her a message? Yezhov said to Ivanov. Tell her to take good care of the boy, Ivanov replied. The Bolsheviks did in months what the hated Tsar couldn't do in a decade. They broke Paul Ivanov. He cried when they hung up the phone and signed whatever confession they put in front of him. Uh, the historian Orlando, F I think it's Figs, points it out. It might be Fidges, I don't remember. In 1935, the Soviet government had lowered the age of criminal responsibility to just 12 years of age, partly with the aim of threatening those in prison with the rest of their children if they refused to confess their crimes. A second, degree that, a, a second decree that year allowed the arrest and imprisonment of relatives of anyone who was in prison for crimes against the state. In effect, a hostage system was declared. Okay, so that's just the beginning of it. That is just the beginning of it. All right, so... <laughs> It gets worse. All right, here we go. There are a few of us who know what it means to experience torture. The closest analog is an action movie. The hero is tied to a chair with his hair carefully tousled and his lips split open. Through his ex though exhausted, he is defiant against his captors. His refusal to back down is both a source of frustration for his foes and a testament to his strength. It is powerful image, but also a Hollywood fabrication. Historian William O'Neill pointed out that tortures weren't simply used by Stalin's men to get a confession, but also to affect the complete disintegration of his individual personality. O'Neill explained, A man woken up in the middle of the night, unable to satisfy his most elementary physical needs during the hearing, sitting for hours at a time on a small, hard stool, blinded by the light of a powerful bulb directed straight at his eyes, surprised by, by sudden and cunning questions, by an overwhelming crescendo of fictitious accusations, sadistically taunted with the sight of cigarettes and hot coffee on the other side of the table, and all of this going on for months, sometimes even years, under these circumstances, he is ready to sign anything. 
That, however, is not the essential point. A prisoner is considered to have been sufficiently prepared for the final achievement of the signature only when his personality had been, had been thoroughly dismantled into its component parts. Gaps appear in the, in the logical association of ideas. Thoughts and emotions become loosened in their original positions and rattle against each other like parts of a broken-down machine. The driving belts connecting the, connecting the past with the present slip off. The wheels all fall sloppily to the ground at the bottom of the mind. All the weights and levers of mind and willpower become jammed and refuse to function. The indicators of the pressure gauges jump as if possessed from zero to maximum and back again. The machine still runs on larger revolutions, but it does not work as it did. All that had for a moment before appeared absurd now becomes probable, even though still not true. Emotions lose their color, willpower its capacity. The prisoner is now willing to admit that he betrayed the interest of the proletariat by writing to his relatives abroad that his slackness at work was sabotage of the socialist industry. That's one example of just, I mean, this book, like he really goes into like, you know, it's really, really powerful. Really, I mean, I'm going to give you a taste here, Angel, you're not going to like it. Others were beaten until their eyes popped out of their heads. A level of violence so inhuman as to seem like something out of a cartoon. Prisoners who were beaten to death were legally registered as having heart attacks. In some cases, the murder was more extreme, such as when the head of the cross-examined prisoner is tightly bound with a cord into which a small stick, a nail, or a pencil is inserted. By rotating this inserted stick, the cord wound around the skull tightens to such an extent that finally the skull is scalped, the skin with the hair of the head coming clean off the skull. That's fucked up. Yeah, I would say so. Not only did they beat them and keep them from sleep, food, and water, they gouged out eyes and perforated eardrums, pulled out fingernails and toenails, broke arms and legs, burned victims with red-hot irons, and mutilated sex organs. And by the way, again, this is The White Pill by Michael Malice. Uh, all this information, uh, you can read it for yourself here. The other thing that's interesting about this book is he documents the West, specifically communist apologists, one of which is an author that I'm sure a lot of our listeners have heard of, Upton Sinclair. If you've ever heard of The Jungle, which is about meat processing in Chicago, Illinois, that's Upton Sinclair. Upton Sinclair was a defender of Stalin, the show trials, all of it, <clears throat> even after it was shown to be an egregious miscarriage of justice, where many people had to recant and say, well, you know what? We were wrong about Comrade Stalin. Uh, we weren't wrong about communism, but about Comrade Stalin. Upton Sinclair refused to uh, cede the point. You should see the names and the institutions. Some of them will sound familiar to you. Harvard, NYU, mm -hmm. Columbia, and others who have were defenders of the revolution, the great experiment, they called it. The justification for the murder of millions of human beings. He also goes into the famine in Ukraine. I know that's not a popular topic amongst some of the crowd out there, and that's fine. Um, we're not going to rewrite history. It happened. Um, the vile and evil things that happened to people there. He, he talks about that, how it was government policy mm -hmm. to starve these people to death, and how they would send out people to check your home or your domicile to see if you were hiding food. 
And then when they thought you left, they would come back again real quick to see if you unlocked anything. But the one thing he says is the body would give you away. If your children weren't becoming gaunt, if they weren't getting skinny, they would arrest you there because you gave it away. You're not dying. We're here to watch you die. And if you don't, if you don't remember me talking about it, Ann Applebaum's book, once again, Red Famine, they talk about bringing the dying to doors, to the door jam, while they're still alive, yeah. so that way they could come back later and not have to go so far into the house to collect the corpse. Again, an insane evil that I don't think any of us really can fully understand. And uh, I'm grateful for Michael Malice for writing that book. I, and I hear that it's the number one book on Amazon uh, under the category of communism. So hopefully people will learn the real truth about what happened, about America's great ally in the last good war that was the Second World War. Sure. Uh, who invaded Poland uh, along with the <laughs> Nazi Germany? Funny. <laughs> was it was the Soviet Union because they were pals. Anyway. That uh, I highly encourage folks to check out that book. It's tremendous. I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. You'll get a lot out of it. Now, here's the interesting part. Let's get to fact-checking. First of all, I did see that Joe Biden did make a call for banning assault weapons again. He, he's saying that, and he, you know, half the House stood up uh, because the House of Representing, you know, it was it uh, they got 213 Republicans and the rest are Democrats, and then there's 50-50 at the Senate. So basically half the place was all like, ah, woo you know, making, lar you know, loud, retarded noises. <laughs> um, Benoit. Um, that uh, John Fetterman or whatever his name is from fucking Pennsylvania. I mean, he literally, I mean, I know, like, Jay, he had a stroke. I know, and he's now a senator. What does that tell you about that establishment? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. You're, like, you're, not, you're not helping your argument here. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> you're making this kind of easy for Oh, you man. So, yeah, so that happened yesterday. And uh, let's go through some of what the State of the Union um, you know, there's some contentious claims from Jose Bidano, the first of which, are, you know, five. Now, granted, y Yahoo News is not exactly the periodical of great note, uh, like the Billings Gazette. Unfortunately, the Billings Gazette didn't put out this information because they are a newspaper of uh, great repute and they have uh, or not of great repute. Excuse me. They're of high standard. They have other things to report on, like grizzly bears and things going on in Billings, uh, Montana. Uh, and we respect that. But Yahoo News did. So let's check it out, okay? Let's check it out and see what is said about uh, this whole, uh, you Hold know, on. what? Wait a second. I need to share this because. Go ahead. Like, the look on his face is like, yes, I got a poopy. <laughs> look at it. It does look like, and they're like, yay, Joe made a shit in his pants. You He's know? like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Kevin McCarthy, man. He's got such a scowl on his face. He, the, these he's, people are fucking... They're something else. They're disgusting. They are disgusting. I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay, so let's start with Medicare and Social Security, okay? Okay. Always a primary target for liberals to convince their voting base that them Republicans are coming after your Social Security mm -hmm. and your Medicare, okay? Yeah. Beginning... Some gets it. Yeah, and so far, they haven't been able to pull it off. I also heard that Marjorie Taylor Greene got up and yelled liar 
at Biden during the State of the Union address. <laughs> I don't not was a, it pot in the kettle there or what? I mean, a little bit. I still think it's funny, and she was booing him, and I think it's hilarious. Did she also hiss? I don't know if she hissed. Not enough people hiss when there's a boo. It's supposed to be boo hiss, you know, boo. Not enough of that. There, there's just usually boos. You know, that's okay. The sprinkle of boo, boo, fuck you, asshole. Boo, cocksucker. You know what I mean? Something like that. Like, you know, a real good insult. Boo, you piece of fucking shit. <laughs> that, that also helps. So let's talk about Medicare and Social Security. Uh, let's talk about it. Beginning with the claim that so enraged Ms. Green and her colleagues, what Mr. Biden said was instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans, he had to say it twice, want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. You know it means if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they would go away. The president was referring to the likes of Florida Senator Rick Scott, whose 11-point plan to rescue America last year would require Congress to renew approval of these entitlement programs every five years, placing them in a state of near-constant jeopardy. Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson, big Ron Johnson, big Johnson, also previously suggested that they should be shifted to discretionary spending status that the House and Senate would have to approve of annually. Mm. Florida Congressman Matt Gatz, likewise suggested to Real America's Voice as recently as last weekend yeah. that they should be up for reforms often seen as a conservative code for cuts. Right, because he just wouldn't say cuts. He's got to code it for his voters. Come on now. The idea has been rejected by both the Senate Majority Leader Mitch uh, McConnell and new House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. However, and most GOP members do not agree, appear to agree with the position, but the president only alluded to some Republicans. So it was not wrong. Okay, sure. National deficit. On the economy, Mr. Biden declared, in the last two years, my administration has cut the deficit by more than $1.7 trillion. The largest deficit reduction in American history. You got to do it with the old person voice because, you know, he has dementia and he's very old. Uh, it is true that the U.S. national deficit has fallen by the, that amount over the two years he has been in the White House. And the Congressional Budget Office, most recent estimate, predicts the deficit for 2022 around $944 billion, much less than the $2.7 the previous year. The central reason for this is that the deficit has scored to uh, soared, excuse me, to record levels under pre its predecessor, predecessor Trump, because of necessary emergency relief spending in 2020 in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> After which it duly fell back as anticipated. It is also not at all clear as to what extent Mr. Biden's own actions in the Oval Office have encouraged the climb down. In fact, Dan White, senior director of, uh, of economic research at Moody's Analytics, told CNN in October that the opposite was true. <laughs> On net, the policies of the administration have increased the deficit, not reduced it. Advocacy group, this, the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. That's hilarious. What is the committee? What, what has the committee done so far? Somebody tell me. We have a committee. What does it do? We have a committee motherfucker yeah yeah and we're here for responsible federal budget have you been able to get them responsible for the federal budget yet sir or ma'am we have a committee you know i mean it's just the same shit over and over again calculating in september that mr biden's laws and executive orders will add more than 4.8 trillion to deficits over the last next decade he's going to be dead in a decade he doesn't give a shit 
Uh, I stand job creation. I stand here tonight as we've created with the help of many people in this room, 12 million new jobs, more jobs created in two years than any president has ever created in four years. First and foremost, the president does not create jobs. He also does not lower or raise gas prices directly. He can have an impact based on policy. So when your Facebook friends, I have boomer relatives who, when gas was $5 a gallon, they were typing with the hands, the, the president does not set gas prices. Like very, um, very wokish, very, uh, very belligerent. Now I'm seeing the same people, the same relatives post, uh, you know, gas is down to $3 and something a gallon. Thank you, President Biden. Okay. Which one is it? He doesn't set them when they're high, but when he can benefit from them, that's when, you know, it's working out for him. I'm not so sure what's happening here. Maybe somebody, I mean, that's the thing that pisses me off is the hyper-partisanship. It's like you can't ever even admit when your team fucked it up. That's like being a Browns fan and saying, well, the Browns have never gotten it wrong. Buddy, if, I mean, my brother in Christ, I don't know who you're fucking talking to, but you have lost your goddamn mind. Um, they get it wrong all the time. It's just the same thing. And I don't know why I don't post any of that stuff on the Facebook because it's like, I mean, who cares? Like put up a picture of your cat that that's more entertaining or your dog or going to the range or going bowling with your family or something or a record you're listening to. That's far more, um, that's far more engaging than you telling me that Joe doesn't set gas prices, but then is also responsible for them falling. It's a very bad look. The president beamed claimed that checks that checks out with the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics and for what he deserves every credit. But not all of his claims for employment prospects were quite so concrete. He also pledged that the bipartisan Chips and Science Act would produce hundreds of thousands of new jobs, stating that's going to come from companies that have announced more than $300 billion in investments in American manufacturing over the next few years. While the investment figure is accurate, with the majority of capital being invested in semiconductor production, the pronouncement amounts to a vague promise, and it remains to be seen whether the potential of that investment will be realized. Another claim about 800,000 good-paying manufacturing job tallies with official data, but how well remunerated they actually are is in the eye, is in the eye of the beholder. So those are some example, and then he talked about global democracy. <clears throat> Um, one, something of which none of us are really interested in. That's not the, yeah. no good. Um, I, I don't know what else to make of the president's uh, speech here. There's really not much to make of it. It's, I mean, it's the same, it's the same shit, you know? It's interesting because I try to get the other side of it. So you have the Yahoo version, which more lines with the tonguing of Joe's balls than it is the, the critique of how low they're hanging. They will tongue the balls. These people will tell you how low they hang. Because, you know, he's old. He, prob he probably needs a harness or something, you know, to keep them. Kind of like a brassiere for men, but in the groin. You know what I mean? Just to, to hold up a the balls. Ballsier. <laughs> ballsier. Thank you. That's. Yeah, it's a ballsier. Angel, write it, that it's down. It's a bra for your balls. <laughs> So I went with PJ Media, which I know, oh, PJ Media. Shut the fuck up, man. Listen up. This is going to be all right. You're, you're going to need this. Of course, January 6th was cited. Um, the great 
beer hall pooched of American history, uh, where the National Socialist Party almost took over the U.S. government and stopped the counting of the fucking Electoral College, which never happened. Joe Biden invoked the Capitol riot during his State of the Union address. And two years ago, our democracy faced its greatest threat since the Civil War. He made this analogy between the Civil War and the Capitol riot before. These two events are vastly different in terms of their cause, scale, and consequence. Even suggesting the two are comparable is absurd, considering that over 600,000 Americans died in that war. Only one person dies as a direct result of the violence from the Capitol riot. And they were shot by the Capitol Police. Okay, so there's that. All right. The statistics behind that specific riot at the Capitol, also known as the Great Attempted Overthrow of the Government, according to your liberal aunt and uncle. Most of the rioters are motivated by loyalty to Comrade President Lord Donald Trump. They found that 20.6 were there because they supported Trump. Another 20.6 cited the belief that the 2020 presidential election had been rigged. Um... Whether or not that's true, I mean, who cares? Uh, 81 million of you voted for this geriatric piece of shit, so congratulations to you. I hope you're proud. Um, But even if Biden believes that the riot was uh, was an attack on our democracy, was it worse than the attack on Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 1941, or the terrorist attacks of September 11th? Biden also seems to ignore various assassinations or assassination attempts on democratically elected presidents, including Abraham Lincoln. Boo! Boo! James Garfield, William McKinley from Canton, Ohio, John F. Kennedy, and Ronald Reagan. US, yeah. The U.S. Capitol has been the site of violence many times in recent decades, a fact that Biden has either forgotten or ignored. I assure you, it is the former. He has no idea. <laughs> um, so there's that. I don't know. Like, you know, do I think he's going to run again? I think he's going to run again. I mean, if you look at what he's racked up, he hasn't done as bad as I thought he would be. He has achieved some legislative goals that he had. Uh, the first, um, was it the first uh, uh, gun control act that had been passed, I don't know, since 1994, which he also had a hand in, uh, that was passed with the, uh, was it the, Larger expanded background checks for people under the uh, age of 21. Uh, so that's one. The infrastructure bill is another one. So he did he did achieve some victories, I would say. But uh, to call it a grand success, I think, is a bit of a farce. I really don't think that that is. Um, I really don't think that that's happening. Here's an interesting one for you, Angel. You're really going to enjoy this. You're Because really, I know you're into this sort of thing with like crime like you like tr- crime statistics and you know what makes people tick the psychology behind what they do right yes you're into that sort of thing yes um christopher do you know a lot of people that are into true crime stuff i i know a lot a lot of people are yeah mostly chicks <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's not wrong if it's true right i mean i know a lot of ladies that are into it i i i hey to each their own right I mean, yeah, whatever floats your boat. It's not my thing. No, not necessarily. Ladies Uh, have to pay attention to people like that because we're really, like, we're a vulnerable population. Like, there's a Reddit that I came across that was, like, something are, like, she said no. 
it, that's a fucking dark hole, man. <laughs> that I do agree. She sent it my way, and I am blown away how many men don't take no for an answer from a lady. Like, I, I don't understand it. If I had a dollar for every no that was thrown my way by a female, I mean, we wouldn't need a Patreon. Like, I'll tell you that right now. Time's a million. I mean, you just have to get over it, right? Hey, do you want to go out sometime? Not really. I'm not into, uh, I'm, I, I hate Irish people. Well, okay, you're a bitch. Moving on. Why would I want to talk to you after you told me no? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, why would I waste my fucking time? These men, on the other hand, like a lot of times, these ladies are costing their life. It's, it's yeah, wild it's shit. it's awful. It's wild shit. So, let's get to some wild shit. Now, those of you that know Jeffrey Dahmer Ugh. is a uh, Ohio native, okay? He's from the area. He went to Revere High School, which is a uh, schwanky uh, area to the northwest of Akronistan. You're not allowed in. They have armed guards on Cleveland Maslin Road. You will be shot on site if you don't produce ID that you belong in the uh, village of Bath. I'm just kidding. Bath. Thank you. Yes. Village of Bath. That's right. Um. My friend uh, Benjamin, who lives down in Florida, had Jeffrey Dahmer's shop book, like from woodworking or metalworking. He, you know, because back in the day, used kids, you don't know this, you would have to sign out your book for the year so they could determine if you wrote like a swastika on page 74 or a dick and balls. They would charge you for it. Uh, they, I don't know if they do that now, but they did back then. So Jeffrey Dahmer, this is a good one, Angel. You're really going to enjoy yourself on this one. Jeffrey Dahmer copycat who used Grinder as a hunting ground and planned to eat victim, 18, is hit with 45-year sentence. A teen who tried to lure a gay man to his home to murder him and eat him has been sentenced to 45 years. Chance Seneca, 19, revealed his sick plot was inspired by serial killer cannibal Joffrey Dahmer. How about that? Seneca kidnapped 18-year-old Holden White in 2020 after meeting him on the dating app Grinder. From what I understand that it's for gay men only. I don't think that's a... Uh, I, I don't know what the dating apps are. I don't have them. I don't know anything about them. But I know that one of these is specifically for gay men. I don't Grindr, think- Grindr is indeed for bussy. Okay, for bussy. <laughs> yeah, it is. If you're looking for bussy, Grindr's the way to go. Grindr's the way to go. All right. Uh, he attempted to kill him with playing a preserving and eating parts of his body. Seneca revealed to police that he viewed Grinder as his hunting ground and that had been inspired by the serial killer Joffrey Dahmer. Seneca intentionally targeted gay men as Dahmer had done, wrote the Justice Department. Seneca had also intended to eat and preserve the bodies of his victims as Dahmer had done. Seneca and, White exchange, ex, Seneca and White's exchanges began around May 2020 with the two interacting via Grinder and snapchat all right seneca pretended to be interested in white and planned an outing to meet him luring him with the promise of playing video games at his apartment that's all it takes boys hey you want to come over and maybe suck some dick and play some video games yeah sure why how does this work how does this work i don't know that's wild. I, I can't figure out what's happening anymore like i'm probably the wrong person to ask this but like I mean, I don't know, maybe it's easier, like, maybe it's not easier for guys, but, like, 
I don't know, like, you want to come over and, like, you know, play video games and then also, like, have me eat you? I, I don't, <laughs> you know, it's weird. It's weird. But maybe it's different for guys, you know? You know, nobody's ever tried to eat me. Um, I mean, I don't know if you'd be able to fit most of me in your conventional freezer. For one, that's a serious problem. Or your fridge. There's a lot to go around here. I'm sure you can make a lot of bone broth out of me. I mean, that's for sure. But then again, I've never had anybody hit me up. But hey, do you want to come over and maybe I'll suck your dick and you can play some video games? Has never happened. Zero out of ten has never happened. Okay? Nor would I lead off with that. And I'm not sure that it led off this way. But he tried to lure him in with playing video games at his apartment. You know that wasn't the only thing they were talking about on Snapchat and the freaking, uh, what is this, grinder? You know, you know, dick sucking might have been involved. That's how he got him over to the house. Okay. All right. Let's go. Promises of PP. <laughs> but Seneca's true purpose was to seize, inveigle, kidnap, abduct, and hold white for the unlawful purpose of killing. Unlawful. We had to make that sure you know it's unlawful to kill and dismember a person uh, for his own gratification, reads the complaint. Seneca and White. Met up in June of that year with Seneca picking him up in his car and driving him to his home in Louisiana. Seneca proposed sex to White. Yeah, there we go. And got him to put on handcuffs oh, as a dark joke. To make sure that H.W. was dead, Seneca hit H.W. in the back of the head with a hammer and stabbed him in the neck with an ice pick. Seneca also used a Bowie knife to slit H.W.'s wrists. Jesus. While White survived the attack, his injuries were severe, according to NBC News. White spent three days in a coma and is still recovering from his injuries. Seneca had planned to preserve some of White's body parts, as Dahmer had done in the past, but he claims he couldn't complete the act after seeing the exposed bones in White's wrist. God damn, he cut him. After, after committing the attack, Seneca called 911 and claimed he had killed a man. He was arrested at the scene and was indicted with three charges, a hate crime with an attempt to murder, kidnapping, and possession of a firearm. Seneca was sentenced to 45 years in federal prison for kidnapping and attempted murder. White recounts the day of the attack and claims that after engaging in somewhat awkward conversation with Seneca, he was choked so strongly that he passed out and blood vessels in his face ruptured. I remember thinking, well, this is it, told the uh, Akinadia advocate. The last words I said to myself were, just stay calm. Over and over in my head, I was just repeating to myself to stay calm. Okay, what did we learn from this? Don't fucking go online and meet people and go to, like, what? Don't do that. Like, that's number one. Number one rule, don't go online on any fucking app, whether it be Grindr, whatever they are. Don't. Go online and fucking meet somebody right off rip and go to their fucking house, someplace, by your fucking self. Like, bad shit happens. It doesn't really end well, ever. Mm-hmm. No, that's for you, man. Not fucking cool. No, man. Like, that's number one rule. Like, you, you're not, you're not taking care of yourself if you don't make sure that you're safe. Yeah, I I have to agree with you there, and um, it's luckily this kid made it. Thank God. I mean, for real. So, 
Yeah, that was um, that was really something else. Now I have something else for you that's really going to burst the blood vessel for you, Angel. You ready for this? I guess. I mean, yeah. are you ready to have a blood vessel in your forehead? I am. Yeah. I mean, just please let's roll. Let's roll with it. Okay. Now this is from your friend. I know you're a big fan of Paul Joseph Watson. Um, he's still working for Infowars.com, by the way, doing a little uh, side hustle for our uh, Lord Commander Alex Jones. By the way. If somebody wants to finance an experiment, I'm not going to volunteer the rest of the men in the group. I can't volunteer Brian because he never he's never here, so I can't really do anything about that. But I will take super male vitality if somebody buys it. And I'll report back to you how well it is if I really feel strong. I told you we should buy it. Do you want me to buy some? Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do well before testing before, out some Superman vitality. Yeah. 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 Get got got to get up for that fight against the globalist. Yeah. Um, can't fight against the globalists without a hard pecker, gentlemen. <laughs> Dude, I, I want to check it out. I want to check out Super Male Vitality. I want to know if Dr. Group put together a good formula for a rock-hard fucking steel erection. I mean, I want to go outside and be able to cut trees down, cut diamonds. I, I mean... I'm having a hard dick will protect you from the nanobots in your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. And the water that's making the frogs gay. Um, Superman Vitality folks. We need, we need your prayers. Go on over. Infowarsstore.com. Okay. It's $50 a piece. Hold on. We're not doing that right now then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll wait. (laughs) A hundred bucks. Like, I gotta wait till I get paid next month. Yeah, so pump the brakes on that one. I said I'll buy it if no, no, you no. want to try it. Not right now. Let me tell you something. If for a hundred dollars, if I am not, I I better be rock hard at a fucking funeral, like stand there. <laughs> well, being if like, I got super female, like it would be a hundred bucks. You're no, no, no. You got to try the super male. I'm not. I'm not a male. I'm supposed to get the female. No, no, one. no. Excuse me. Bold of you to assume what gender I perceive you as. Uh, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> I think that uh, I think you should try the super male vitality. Perhaps you grow a mustache, you know, <laughs> and then you start. We all start talking like this, like we're deep down deep in the heart of Austin. <laughs> like you're taking a super male vitality, you can go super saiyan just like me. <laughs> I see you know just ripping off a shirt. <laughs> God damn, I love that man. You devil! <laughs> it never gets old. No, never. Gets never. Old. You uh, I'm angry. I've had enough of these people. Um, they're a bunch of Christian murdering scum. Running giant death factories, keeping, keeping babies, babies alive, alive, and selling, selling their, their body parts. parts. What more do you need to know about these people? I go out and face these scum. Oh, if you missed that episode, I encourage you to watch it one God more damn time. It. Now that song's stuck in my oh, head. Maybe you should play it. They literally crawl out from under Why don't you go rocks. ahead and play it? They don't, have green looking skin. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. And they run around screaming, we love Satan. We, we want to eat, eat babies. We love Satan, man. We want to eat babies. <laughs> I have them on video. <laughs> Are you going to play it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for it Ladies right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going we're gonna to play this for you before I carry on with this Alex Jones article from Paul Joseph Watson, Infowars.com. Uh, we're going to wait for just a second because we really need to get geared up here. Um, I'm feeling it. 
I'm feeling the Alex Jones song. And uh, last time, I mean, shit, we had Brian in fucking tears. And well, I it's, it's like if you can't afford super male vitality, this is the next best thing. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, shit, yeah, I was born ready. All right. Let, let her rip. The paradigm of absolute control. And that's why we're just out here doing simple things, pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural. And this is where we find the source that God made to transcend the new world order. And that's why they want to try to keep us out of it. I'm angry. I've had enough of these people. Little bones of Christian murder scum. There were giant death factories keeping babies alive. And you're selling their body parts. What more do you need to know about these people? I go out and face this scum. They literally crawl out from under us. They have green looking skin and they run around screaming, We were Satan, we want to be babies. I have the one video. <laughs> Hillary's in the creepy weird six stuff, man. <laughs> she sleeps in the same room with that creepy weird whose mother wears a hood over her head. That woman number one is ugly. Imagine how bad she smells, man. <laughs> I'm told her and Obama just speak. Obama and Hillary both smell like sulfur. <laughs> That's the male physique. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can achieve that. Literal vampire pot and goblins are hobbling round coming after us. My spirit gets close to that evil and I feel it go high. <laughs> Fox News. I worked out. Me too. I, I, Alex, <laughs> Lord Commander Jones. God bless him. I don't. I've watched that probably a hundred times, and I still enjoy it every single time. In fact, I wish I could have the rights to that song to open up the show with that. Maybe not. Maybe close it after the gay soap. We don't know. But uh, I, I love that. I never get tired of it. So this is good. Scottish police refused to call a transgender butcher who kidnapped an 11-year-old girl a man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. So this is Scotland. Those of you in the UK that listen, could you explain to us? We've, I mean, you haven't reached out yet, but I'd like to know what the fuck is going on. Is King Chuck going to do anything about this? Probably not. Okay. The 11-year-old girl disappeared on Sunday in Gattonside near Galashells and was missing for more than a day before being found safe and well at home, after an agonizing search and rescue mission by authorities. Andrew George Miller was subsequently taken into custody on Monday night. 
with police describing him as a 53-year-old man despite Miller supposedly transitioning to become Amy six years ago and dressing as a woman. Okay? The decision by police to refer to the suspect as a man comes despite Miss Sturgeon's, and that Sturgeon is the head of government, push to change the law so that those who self-identify as a particular gender in Scotland can easily gain legal recognition in that gender, reports the Telegraph. Before being arrested for the kidnapping, Miller made several social media posts expressing his opposition to the government in Westminster, blocking Scottish First Minister Nicola Sturgeon's attempts to pass a law that have allowed men, even those convicted of committing sex acts against women, to legally identify as women. But the transgender policy, how can Westminster decide what we have decided, Miller posted on Facebook, adding, when we decide in Scotland, it works for us in Scotland. Simple as that. You guys went from Braveheart to this fucking lunatic. Okay. Another post by Miller stated, Silly billies in Westminster. Never miss, miss, never mess with Scottish transgender issues. Yeah, take that, Parliament. The transgender butcher caused shock in the local community by suddenly styling his hair as a woman and dressing in female clothing. In January of 2020, Miller asserted that he was a single woman only interested in single women. As we previously highlighted, Sturgeon insisted that transgender criminals convicted for raping women are in fact women, despite a car crash interview in which she appeared to flip-flop all over the place. The controversy began after 31-year-old Adam Graham, who was found guilty of raping two women during frenzied sex attacks, was sent to Scotland to an only all-female prison. Only when on trial for the attacks did Graham announce that he was transitioning into a woman, a process which seemingly culminated in him wearing a bad wig and cheap makeup. Another individual, Andrew Burns, who subsequently identified as Tiffany Scott, was sent to the same all-female correctional facility as Graham, despite being convicted of stalking a 13-year-old girl, as well as committing numerous attacks on women. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, it almost seems like it's not even real. I mean, at this point, does it really matter? I mean, it's really gotten away from all of us. Yeah. It's really bad. So, yeah, I don't know what to think about that. I... I of course, I mean, what's going to, my question is this. Okay, so you send these two ridiculous human Fuck beings. Sticks. These criminals. Yeah. That, who identify as women but have a tackle box with a cock and balls. And they identify as women. And the Scottish government is like, right, so they, they said they're women. So we're going to send them to the old women's prison. Even though it's got a cock and balls. And it can rape the rest of the inmates there. It doesn't matter to us because she says she's a lady, so she's going to hang out with the ladies. What the fuck is going on around here, man? I, I mean... Good question. I'm angry. I've had enough of these people. I could tell you that right now. I don't know why they don't go ahead and just offer these women the sex change operation prior to incarcerating them. Oh, well. Make it huh. a package deal. <laughs> I'm like... You want to go to the ladies' prison? I mean, you really want to be a lady? like they're already paying the taxpayers, already paying for the you know the jail at this point. So you may as well just pay for the cock and ball surgery too. Yeah, I I guess so. Just add it to the bill. That's fine. Oh, there's one thing I want to ask you guys about popular culture. I know that Angel probably didn't watch this at all. You ready for this, Angel? I'm always ready. Okay, I heard that during the Grammys. 
there was a satanic worship ceremony I, that took place. I just caught that on the Infowars.com. It was a little article off to the side. I was like, huh, interesting. So tell us about this. So I don't know who these people are. I had one vested interest in seeing that my the band that I like would win. Mm-hmm. The Ghost, uh, Call Me Little Sunshine, was up for best metal performance. And, of course, Ozzy Osbourne, who just threw in the towel and can't tour anymore, he ended up winning, even though, I, whatever. I, there's some Ozzy fans out there. That's that's your thing. That's fine. I, I, it's not no. my cup of tea. Not not my cup of tea. Um, he's terrible. I don't know if he's terrible, but I don't like him. It's just not my thing. His like, show is hilarious. Lately, okay, like Ozzy lately is not any kind of top tier, not in my no. opinion. Okay. I haven't heard the new album or anything, but I can tell you, like, when I went to OzFest, you know, and this is going on now, like, 22 years ago. It was, like, 2001, I think I went to OzFest, 2001. He wasn't good then. Like, you could hardly even hear him singing. Like, he was terrible. His physical condition on stage was not great. He was winded, like, very quickly. There was no, I mean, it wasn't great. He's been at it for a while, though, Angel. Yeah, and then, even then, he was old and at it for a while. <laughs> That's what like, I'm... He's not nearly as old, at least I don't think, but the fucking lead singer from Motley Crue. Uh, I forget his fucking name. I don't know I don't if you've know seen it. Dude, he sounds like shit. Like, really? If I, paid, if I paid to go see that show, I'd have been pretty pissed off. Which yeah, I wouldn't pay to go see Motley Crue, anyways. No, no, not my cup of tea. I don't. I mean, I hear that Tommy Lee played the drums upside down. I guess that's exciting. I mean, well, he, I think he's still kind of fit, you know. Oh well, yeah, he's because always he's always a skinny chap. He's making the pornographic films, you know. So no, I yeah. don't know. No, yeah, I mean, he's still in the game. He made one with Pam Anderson. I watched some of it when I was younger. It was fine. If I had to rank the celebrity porn videos that I've seen, the top one, in my opinion, is the Paris Hilton one. That one is the best performance. And it really wasn't that great either. It's not like a regular adult film where there's, you know, lighting and, you know, proper camera angles and stuff. It was really shoddily done. But the worst one was that stupid bitch. What's her name? Uh, The one that has the huge ass that everybody likes. God damn it, it escapes me right now. Kim Kardashian. That's it. That's it. Kardashian. Yeah, that one was awful. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. I haven't seen any of them, so you know. That's fine, but um, maybe I, I'll have to take a peek and compare. Maybe, yeah, maybe do an assessment. Maybe yeah. do assessment of the of the celebrity sex, uh, what have you, and give us a full report. I Where know. do I find this? I Google. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll Google it. There then. you go. Not and do it in the uh, non-filtered mode or whatever it is. Yeah. So here it is. So these are people I've never heard of, Angel. I have no idea who these people are, Christopher. Okay. No idea. Full-on openly satanic. Sam Smith unholy Grammy performance with devil's horns called diabolical. The devil? The devil. Social media lit up Sunday night after satanic imagery seemingly dominated one of the Grammy Awards. Performances with fire, horns, and so-called she-devils taking the stage. Well, I mean, you Christian folk are missing out on a good time because I bet you them she-devils know how to party. Uh, the themes, part of the singer Sam Smith and Kim Petros. Is, I don't know who Sam Smith is or Kim Petros. I don't know who these people are. Never heard of them Unholy in my life. Unholy performance. Weren't only lamented on social media, but they also disgustingly heralded 
on the official Grammy website and other venues surrounded by long-haired acolytes in identical red sheaths. Smith kicked off the performance in an outfit of latex and devil horn top hat. Clearly, these people have never seen ghosts. That's literally a satanic ritual, and it's a lot of fun um, if you're not uptight and you like to have a good time. Um, at a Grammy, uh, let's see here, uh, Petros, who is transgender, ah, that's why they're mad, entered with the she-devils mm-hmm. before a wall of fire erupted. How many of these people do you think that don't like transgender people actually want to suck that dick? Is that like the gay thing where they they don't like gay people, but given the opportunity to have sex with with someone of the same... Do you think there's some of that going on with these folks that are really quick to call out all of the transgender behavior? Yeah, but deep down you want yourself a she-male, don't you, bro? I mean, that's what it is, right? I don't know how it works. You know what I'm saying? Chris, what do you think? Uh, A lot of them, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, there you have it. Okay. Critics immediately took to social media to express concerns over the scenes uh, perpetuated on the small screen, accusing Hollywood of invoking satanic imagery and lamenting over the overall state of affairs in American entertainment. I do have a solution, though. You cannot watch it. Mission complete. Like you have, you do not have to watch. What about my kids? Don't let them watch it. You're in charge of the goddamn television, aren't you? Like, don't let them watch it. Remember what the... was satanic about it? Oh, I'll show you here. This is what it looks like. So I'll give you the. This is the view here. I'm going to go ahead and share it with the group. Maybe it'll be uh, uh, some art for. So here we go. Let me see here. Stand by. Okay. The, the tech tard is working, ladies and gentlemen, as Christopher would call me, and he's not wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> there it is. Unholy. At the 65th annual Grammy Awards, he has he's wearing red. Mm-hmm. He's got these very difficult platform shoes, which I imagine are very hard to perform in. I mean, you yeah, you don't see the agents of apathy wearing these ridiculous shoes when they're playing music. Thank you very much. Right. Um, he's got himself a walking stick, perhaps okay. a cane, and the top hat has uh, horns coming out like the devil. All right. So, yeah, that's what's happening here. That, and that's all that's, that's all you have to do now? I guess that's all it takes. I mean, let's see if we can find some other images of this stuff. Because it was, I mean, I thought it was kind of funny, but I didn't think it was that scurry. I mean, look at this one. I mean, again, given what I listened to, none of this stuff really seems hard. You know, it's not Greek underground gay porn hard. <laughs> look at this one. See, look at, look at him. He's like, yeah. Yeah, the devil. You know, I'm scurry. You know, with the microphone, he's like about to suck the the microphone like it's a dick. Look at this thing. He's got it all the way in there. You know, <laughs> look at that. He's about he's about to go Hoover mode on all that. Right. <laughs> all right. And then there's this right here. Look at this one. That's Madonna, ladies and gentlemen. God, she looks like fucking shit. Like it was she, a bad angle, Christopher. She looks. Oh yeah, it's a bad angle. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a bad fucking plastic. Get the, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. She looks so. like those two fucking twins that fucking uh the what is it? The Bag Bagdanoff or Bagdanoff brothers or whoever in the fuck they are. Not uh, familiar. Hold up. If you like, saw 
so he he's supposed to be non-binary, but he he looks pretty fucking binary to me. It looks like a fucking man. Who? This guy. That's this Madonna. Sam, no, I know, but this Sam guy. Oh, I thought you were looking at this picture of Madonna. Sa- it says You're like, this guy looks terrible, Jay. Supposed to be non-binary, but I mean. What's the name? What's What are we looking for? Christopher, what's that guy's name? The Bogdanoff twins. B-O-G-D-A-N-O-F-F. Let's see what they look like. There goes my mouse. Well. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah, these are terrible. Holy like, a- absolute shit. fucking freaks! Wow. That's 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 the path that Madonna's going down. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might be fucking at this point. They're dead. Oh well, these, I mean, that's not guys. Buddy, I, I think I think they died semi recently. Damn, dude. I mean, they're pre- they're gonna melt in the sun. Look at that plastic. So yeah, Madonna. Yeah, okay, now I know who they are. Thank you very much. So yeah, there's yep, yeah, that's Madonna right there. Look at her stupid ears. Like they're so like big compared to like. Oh my god. This was a bad choice in cool her hair. Her out. Like she should not have had her hair like that. Like this looks like she just got embalmed and had plaster of Paris put on her for her funeral. Well, she definitely has a lot of. Uh, filler in her lips oh yeah and she may have just gotten the um what you call the it botox yeah man alive how the mighty have fallen and what is with the thin eyebrows like i refuse to do that to my eyebrows like i leave them like i you know i pluck where i need to pluck but like i leave my eyebrows thick like what the fuck is wrong with you people in these thin eyebrows that go up like this like in a fucking, you know, like you're a cartoon with like angry, <laughs> angry eyebrows. You know what you know? reminds me of? It reminds me of the pencil mustache, which I never understood either. Right? The, the pencil mustache is only, I think Vincent Price is the only one who could really pull that off. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to have a certain face and a jawline for that sort of thing. Certain yeah. je ne sais quoi. Yes. We oui. Très bien. Uh, that's all I have for this week. Uh, I hope you found it entertaining, and I hope you also found it informative, I guess you could say. Again, when it comes to pop culture, I'm really, really out of it, but I see Twitter outrage, so I'm like, I'm kind of doing do an investigate yeah. and see what's going on. We have so. to do an investigate discovery. What I've discovered is that Madonna looks dead. <laughs> yeah. Absolute corpse. I mean, her and Joe Biden might as well start fucking at this point. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good look. No, it's Ma- not. Madonna no. looks like bad taxidermy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm right, dude. Well said. Yeah. Bad taxidermy. I would rather look like an ugly, old, wrinkled person than look like that. Yeah, well, I mean, can't you just age with grace? I, I don't. I mean, I don't plan on getting any type of fucking work done to my face, like. Once you start doing that, because, like, people do it way too soon, Mm -hmm. and, like, they fuck everything up. Like, you have to wait until you're older, 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 and, like, then you get it, you know, you get a little bit here and a little bit there. Sure, sure. You know, like, she got the surgery way too young, and then she just kept doing it, and now we're at this point where she looks like a fucking not even person. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's it's really wild. Yeah. So that's all I have for this week. Uh, I want to 
send it over to you guys and see if you have anything else before we depart. No, just make sure the, to visit the bit shoot, please. Yes, please visit the bit shoot. Christopher, do you have anything else? Any news? Anything good? Nope. All right. Well, that concludes this week's show. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. And I hope you enjoyed the mix-up that we had a little bit. Yes, I am bringing back. We will do Separatists again. Probably next week. Got to tell the news cycle to stop for a minute. Because as soon as I think I have it lined up, something wild happens or something. We feel like oh, we have to talk about this. Yeah. Um. So we'll get back to it. Don't I might we might do one over the weekend. I'm I you know if there's time I might jump on there, and and finish off the next installment because this is a it's gonna be a long series, um, for you know for you to get into if you're into that sort of thing. So with that being the case, I'd like to thank all of our patrons. Thank you very much. If you want to join the Patreon, check it out. Two bucks a month is all it takes. It is inflation proof. A Costco hot dog of podcast patreon Mm -hmm. this show right here additional content and also exclusive invitations to events for our patrons where we hang out uh those that can make it anyway yeah so that's it for this episode i'd like to thank agorasnexus.com premier sponsor of these guys in that podcast i also like to thank vandalay industries import export out of new york new york Team Mandalore, who keeps cycling very weird. I paint Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Of course, Ray Faba, fine art and design from the Great Lakes, who did the artwork for uh, the new artwork for the show. So we're very grateful for her and her talents. Extremely talented artist. Check her out. Ray Faba, fine art and design from the Great Lakes. But ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the conclusion of the show, which I tell you, I, you're, I think you're a little late. I think you're a little bit late right now because Valentine's Day is going to be coming up pretty soon. I know it's wild. Time marches on with or without us. So we're looking at a Tuesday Valentine's Day coming up. It might be too late, but if you can, try to get some of that gay so from Akron Apothecary from our friend Todd from his precious, soft, supple gay hands made homemade cold-pressed soap that goes directly to your ass and your tackle box, and your underboob, your fat folds, armpits, all of the terrible places where we find stink, Todd's Gay Soap is like an unstoppable rebel force that attacks the sweat, the stink, and the disgusting smells that your body produces, either because of diet, lack of exercise, or too much thereof. Hot summer temperatures, this soap is combative against the stink, but right now we're concerned about the winter. Uh, That rodent showed his face, apparently... I mean, I have I have no reason to not trust the groundhog simply because the meteorologists can't seem to get it right anyway, so we might as well trust the rodent. It doesn't matter at this point, okay? Yeah. It really doesn't. Six more weeks of winter, unfortunately, coming our way, according to the rodent of Punxsutawney. Uh, so therefore, you're going to be getting in there close, maybe those flannel sheets, right? And if you're like me, you run hot all the time. You're going to be sweating underneath them sheets. Got the heat on, drying your skin out. Nobody's going to want to blow you. I mean, come on, look at you. You're a fucking disgrace. Disgusting. But you head to the shower and you put some of that gay soap on your body. Next thing you know, you need Todd's very mm-hmm. gay dick repellent to keep all of those motherfuckers off of you. That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? That's what I'm That's saying. Right. Yeah. Mm hmm. So check out Akron Apothecary and check out Todd's gay soap. For the upcoming holiday, but also for life in general, because Todd's gay soap is. <laughs>
Oh, that ass, you stanky motherfuckers. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. We love you very much. Check out the bitch shoot. Don't forget to subscribe. Check out our friend Joe's podcast. Go to the beginning of the show if you forgot the name. Have a good night. Have a good week. Have a good whatever. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Peace.